Hello ladies from around the world. This is your host Yemi Majekutumi from Widow Recovery Secrets Podcast. I hope you had this peaceful, stressless Easter break. I hope you are gaining gradually strength and hope from what you hear and learn from our Widow Recovery Secrets. Thank you again for listening, sharing and downloading our series. Please continue to share and rate our podcast. A five star is good. I hope you have booked on our next group coaching workshop starting from Thursday the 27th of April, 6.30pm, British Summer Time. Find the link in the summary notes for this podcast or go immediately to workingoutofwidow.com to purchase your tickets. Tickets are purchased on Eventbrite. I'm excited and the team is on managing fear during your recovery journey. I hope you can come. You'll change your life. You'll offer you a fresh and new perspective on how fear can operate in your life unconsciously without you even knowing it. But you'll identify the symptoms and how you can manage fear when it creeps up in your emotions. Today's podcast 122 and the topic today is three tips on how to prevent despair as a widow. I'm talking to you today on how to prevent despair in grief. I wonder if you're wondering what does that mean or you might understand deeply what it means. How And I'm looking at how despair can present, what it means, how it could happen and how to prevent it happening to you while grieving. So looking at despair, despair could come from a traumatic event or an abrupt change in circumstances that has suddenly occurred in your life or my life or our lives. This could be an incident that takes place suddenly without being prepared or expectant of it. This could be the loss of a loved one or a sudden change in circumstances like a divorce, a terminal health diagnosis or redundancy from a long life job. Within this context, our reference obviously is in the context of being widowed. Being a widow is a very traumatic and shocking event, as we all know, or start to know gradually as you start to find your way through it. This is a shock, creating sudden uncertainty, fear and anxiety. It could create blinding hopelessness that just does not see a future. Feelings of if life is not worth living without the surviving spouse. The former is the beginning of the pendulum of despair, while the latter could lead to thoughts of no longer finding a reason to live. So clinging to hope after trauma is very, very crucial. Despair, defined, is the complete loss or absence of hope. Hope in the sense that this event has changed everything you consider to be safe and secure. The consequence of this could bring despair and not find and not finding reasons for you to see a future or expect to live in the future. It's a very strong and overwhelming emotion. To explain this further, when I first heard my late husband had died, the one who I'd shared over twenty five years with, I must have been in shock, laced with complete feelings of devastation. My first physical reaction was to cry in deep sorrow and get down very close to the ground and sob uncontrollably. Although it's been nine years since, I I can still vividly remember that moment. The only thing I could see at that moment was all the years we had built crumbling away. And I'm sure if you're listening today, you perhaps can relate to this. You might be fairly new on this journey or you might have walked it longer. 
but I'm sure some of it you would relate to. And I pray you get stronger as I continue to encourage you through this series. So I wondered where I would start to rebuild from after the loss, after such a great loss. However, I gradually discovered that the stronger my faith became in my creator, the stronger I was able to navigate the future with hope. So my word in season, as I always say, I speak from a Christian perspective, was in Proverbs thirteen twelve. I came across it at some conference where someone was speaking and it just ministered to me. And it's hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. So in spite of all the devastation, hope can be found. And I promise you that if I could walk this journey, you can. However, in that moment of deep emotional despair and sorrow, I felt a still voice within prompting me to try to envisage hope above all that was being felt at that particular moment of breaking bad news. This, however, seemed to enable me to glean my life above all the emotional and physical despair I was feeling when the news broke. So I unconsciously decided I would not and could not afford to be defeated by my husband's loss. I had two children to raise, and I still believed as long as I was here, I had a purpose to fulfill. So I said death will not take him and not attempt to mar to my future. They're very, very, very strong words, but I believe the spirit in me empowered me to be able to confess those words. And this became my personal mantra, I shall not be defeated by this. It continues to be my mantra, and this could be yours today if you're fairly new in this journey. You have to keep saying to yourself out loud, out loud, I shall not be defeated by my husband's loss. No matter how dire the situations are, is or will be in the future, you cannot afford to be defeated by this. And that would engineer your work and your strength. After the loss and devastating news, I had to discover practical strategies about to make my walking out of widowhood a bearable and fruitful journey of healing. So I started by planning my future with one little healing step each day. One feeling, when feeling stronger, taking more strides that I was able to manage. And that's my advice to you if you're listening today. At my most vulnerable stage of grief, despair presented as fear, uncertainty, no future, anxiety. That might be your experience today. But I'm believing with you as they want testifying that you will get stronger. However, I found in my journey of recovery and continue to find three crucial widow recovery secret tips that enabled my journey and will enable your journey to healing and personal discovery. And these are number one, using your faith. I'm a Christian, so my faith in Jesus Christ I use it to strengthen my spirit man. And this equals God's spirit in me to fight and drown our negative voices of despair and hopelessness. The word of God states, Little children, you are from God and have overcome the world already. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And that's a very strong mantra from the word of God to confess daily. As we're just finishing the Easter break, I found a clip from the Times newspaper on the 9th of April where the Archbishop of Church of England, Justin Welby, in his second lecture for Easter 2023, he states that despair is a deeply human emotion and warned that a society without God 
is a society, a society without God, sorry, is a society for which despair may be the only way forward. It is, a, it is just at the moment when we are without options that we throw ourselves unconditionally on the mercy and grace of God. And this affirms what I'm trying to say to you. When we face loss, we have to find something greater from, from outside ourselves. And mine is God. Nothing could, and even now, could fill the vacuum. My husband's loss created only something out of me, and that was God. So I'm reminding you today, you, you, the bereft, that the absolute comfort you required for your recovery is in the hope, in the risen Jesus Christ gives us all. And that's why we celebrate Easter. That's the Easter story. Number two, being accountable and open to good and positive people around you. They provide you, they will and continue will, continually will provide you with an active here to listen to your pain and not judge or influence your thoughts, making you know that they will be with you, supporting, encouraging, and providing you with the practical support required. These individuals stay the course, consistently being fully present and accessible. So please find and identify at least two people that can support you on this journey, and you'll manage despair prevention most effectively. Many people will come to visit you, but I always say in my writings, when all the visitors have gone, there's always a remnant of people left. So identify those two or three people that you know you can trust and they will support you. Number three, complete honesty and transparency in your journey. This means sharing exactly how you feel and not pretending you are fine when you are not. Being true to self and your grief process will enable you to heal gradually. When grief is locked away and not free to be expressed, it will eventually show up in other expressive emotions. And this could be in an angry, in angry outbursts or uncontrollable, uncontrollable tears. And these prevent you from making lucid decisions. Buried pain is a ticking time bomb. Be aware. I had to push in to my pain in solitude and avoid all things negative. I still only listen to edifying music maintain positive people around, and spend a lot of time in nature. Just walking in green settings gave me greater calm and hope. May you find the strength to comfort, to confront, sorry, those fears. And you do not have to do this alone. You do this with people who love and are open to support you, that you trust. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. So this is the opposite of despair, being expectant for good things to happen. Despair robs you of positive expectations, replacing them with dread, doom and complete darkness. So you might not need to get me you might need at some point to perhaps get medical assistance to lift you out of that dark tunnel you feel you might be sleeping through. And if you're in England, that's where your GP comes in. He's a gatekeeper where you can share how you're really feeling. Dear friend, your life is worth more than you ever know. So keeping despair out of your emotions requires faith, good people, and always being true to yourself. I hope this helps. If you need to read more about this, go to my website. On my last, my most recent blog, I write more on this. Signing off now. Don't forget to book your place on the next group coaching 
workshop at walkingoutofwidow.com. And if you want deeper in-depth about my journey, my personal journey through loss, go to Amazon and look for Walking Out of Widowed by Yemi Majekodumi. I'm signing off now. This is your host, Yemi Majekodumi from Widow Recovery Secrets. Stay well and stay blessed. Remember, there's always hope after loss. No matter how dire he, your situation seems, it always gets better. Thank you. Bye-bye.